0: Welcome to Verbal Art, a podcast where we talk about artsy stuff in different locations. We are recording. Mm -hmm. Um, Hi, welcome to the Verbal Art podcast uh, with me, Senja Ram, um, interviewing visual artists about their art, and then we talk about it. And today we are here. I forgot to ask if you want to... Be with an artist name or your own name? My own name is fine. I don't have an artist
1: name yet, so Okay. Yeah. So introduce yourself. Um, my name is Natalia Seifert Eliason. Yes. Uh,
0: Natalia. Oh I always thought it was Natalie. That's the English. Yeah, yeah. Way of it. But in Danish we, we could say. also say Natalia. Yeah. Uh, Natalia is from Norway, but living here in Helsinki now. Mm. Studying in the Academy of Fine Arts, where we are sitting right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are in the gallery space of the academy. Um, This newly built, big gallery space. It's not that big, but it's like it's one big weird triangular room with like tall ceilings. Yeah, very tall ceiling. Yeah. Can Can you describe the space for us?
1: Yeah, um, it has um, maybe five meter high windows to the street and you can see this Helen factory uh, the power factory out of the window and um, um, we have made uh, one not permanent but um, con- temporary wall in one of the corner of this big triangle room and behind there I do press uh, casting sessions as a performance for these three weeks this exhibition is open. And in front of this uh, wall that makes this small triangle room. Uh, I have a waterfall uh, constructed with wood. And inside the waterfall I have placed colorful and glittery. Uh, breast
0: casts. Yeah, so we are sitting in a group exhibition right now.
1: Yeah, maybe we should tell about the other <laughs>
0: stuff that is it's not so much, it's kind of empty, I feel. Uh, yeah, so this uh, exhibition is called Tracing Work. Yes. And it's, um, well, it's curated by the curator uh, department in school, yes. or some of the students from there. All of the students from there. All of the students together has curated this yeah. as a group. So and they could choose two artists each or choose to contribute with their own work. Okay. And you're the only artist who is actually studying in the school, right? It's uh, it's one, the performance with
1: the chairs is from LAPS. No, not LAPS, but um, Performance Art in Theater Academy. Okay. But I'm the only artist from the art department that mm. they choose. The other artist is like... Graduated long time ago,
0: so they're external. Yeah, external. Yeah, and um, so um, well, the the exhibition is is about um, the process of uh, art production. Yes. So, like the evolution of a work or of of the process in itself, and also archiving. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So basically, um, there are not that many like classical artworks it's installed here. There are a lot of chairs tossed around and put in piles on the floor. And then they are gradually like changing place because this one performer is coming here and like moving them all the time. And there are a lot of post-its with notes on the wall. That is one work. There are all these like uh, info boards about- um, Interviewing people about art process and archiving. Yeah. yeah, so works in that, in that style, there are some sculptures uh, by um, assembled by like art materials, like um, painting trash. Yeah, trash from the, a painting studio, kind of. So like um, uh, canvas rolls and um, and that makes brushes and and easels yeah. and stuff. Okay. And then yeah, they are they create shadow sculptures of people painting. So they're assembled so that the the shadow is showing people painting, but then the sculptures are just like trash piles kind of. And then there's your work, which I would say is maybe the most artwork looking work in the exhibition. And it's also what is making the sound of water. So what, what is this piece called you have made? It's called Breastfall. <laughs> what does that mean?
1: Uh, it means that it's a waterfall with a lot of breast sculptures in it, breasts as in boobies, titties. Yeah, it's um, people could uh, sign up for a breast casting session session in Doodle, mm-hmm. and it was very few uh, males. Yes, but it's actually two male chests, and the rest are from female or non-binary people. So how many cities do you have here? Oh, I I kind of lost a bit control of counting (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I was supposed to have around 25 casted breasts after this casting performance and now we are in the last week of the third week so I have just maybe, I do two to three castings every day Wow, so many. Yeah. A few days is only one, mm. if I ha- have a sound course. Uh, so I think I have maybe four, six more chests to cast. So I think it should be around 25 there already, because I had someone from the beginning, mm. some of the tests I made. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so let's try to, like... Describe a bit what it is we're looking at, because I have an idea that if you can't see it, it's really hard to imagine. Yeah. So it's like a wooden construction, a little bit like an old roller coaster in an old amusement park. (laughs) Uh, But of course, smaller than that. Um, What The highest point is what? Around two meters. Around two meters tall. And then um, it's like two high points. With each, like, it's like water lane with different levels. Mm. Um,
1: I have created these water slopes out of uh, an old shelf. Okay, yeah. And then I had to cover them with this black plastic that you create pounds in a garden with. Mm. Uh, so it, they was waterproof.
0: And it's structured a little bit like a Japanese water stairs yeah. or, that you or something if people know what that is and it's actually two different waterfalls
1: mm. so the other one is maybe one
0: sixty instead of two meters high oh yeah one is taller and then they both end in the same um six, stack on, uh, six stack on. yeah so
1: um, six ch- angled circle
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 um and, they, yeah. and then it looks a little bit like uh, like a children's pool like yeah. what the children would swim in in the summer only that you also build it from wood and this plastic Yeah so it's very raw and some styrofoam and styrofoam so it's a very raw construction to look yeah. at like the wood is exposed and the plastic is exposed it's not hidden away mm-hmm. you have these like plastic buckets almost that you do yeah. the dishes in or something yeah, and you yeah, have I bought those them straight from a shop and just drill them into the wood And so they are part of like uh, the water slide Um, and then, of course, all the breasts. So then there are all these... um, Can you explain what casting is? Yes. For those who don't know? Yeah. Casting
1: is uh, often you pour liquid into a form and then it become a hard sculpture.
0: Like Uh, plaster or concrete or some kind of material that first can be liquid and then harden and become firm. And you often use it to copy a
1: special form. Mm. So therefore, I want to try to copy people's breast or chest. Uh, And then I need to make this, that that we call mold, out of um, first alginate, that is this jelly thing that is liquid but then when I take it on my person just after two three minutes it become
0: like stiff jelly alginate is the thing that they use in the dentist office when you need braces and they need to take like a, a mold of your teeth to see how crooked they really are when they're mm-hmm. out of your mouth yeah so if anyone has tried that this material that they make that cast of is what you also make yeah the breasts from
1: yes Exactly, you can buy it from dentists or some very few hardware uh, or artist supply stores. Uh, And then I had to take a layer of plaster bandage and then plaster to hold this alginate jelly in shape because if I wouldn't do that, when I take off the alginate jelly, it would be a bit flat and crack up immediately. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the process requires like um, several steps where you kind of invert the shape.
1: Yeah. So
0: first you have this like uh, the human 3D form and from that you make this like hollow shape. Yeah. Uh, from that and then you fill the hollow shape. With new plaster. W- with, and then from that you get like a plaster version of yeah. the human bust or breast. So you make the negative
1: form and then I fill it with plaster and I get a positive form again like a kind of a copy of the real body but I, I am always do some small mistakes so they are not perfect and and you can see sometimes that your breast doesn't look exactly like this maybe you can see that I put a bit too heavy plaster on top of your boobs for example so they got a little bit
0: squeezed in one shape or Mm. Yeah, And so this then this plaster uh, results in the end, you have painted them?
1: Yeah, I ask each per- person what the color or glitter do you want to have on them. So I paint it with this high pigmented acryl uh, called vinyl acryl or something, color. And then also glitter if the person
0: chooses glitter. So we are looking at a lot of, like, um, well, I mean, similar to old um, Greek or Roman um, ruins found with art, that you only have, like, part of the sculpture, so you only have, like, the breast part. But then these are, like, in all these very strong, amazing colors, like neon pink or strong blue or turquoise or yellow. And then with all these, like, colored glitter on. Mm. And some of them you have painted the nipples, and some of them have like these amazing uh, embroidered or like mm, princess like uh, ribbons uh, tied as bondage around them to kind of tie them to the structure, you no? Know? Yeah. So they're just placed everywhere on this wooden structure um, on the beams, on the water slide parts, on the floor around it. Mm. Um, yeah, and this is a breast fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it looks... Yeah, I don't know. It's like this uh, Barbie princess uh, sculpture full of tits. Somehow. Mm-hmm. And most of the
1: chest or breasts are casted when the people are sitting. Uh, but a few of them was casted when the people was lying on their back, so the breasts are kind of flat and squeezed out to all
0: the sides. Mm. Mm. Um, And, well, you have been working with breasts before, right? Some of these, the singular breasts are older, right? Yeah, or not super old, like
1: right before Christmas. Like last semester, I tested a lot how to cast my own breasts, and this semester I did this breast casting performance.
0: <laughs> Some of the breasts here are singular, so they almost look like these flat muffins or something. Yeah. And there are also, there's this one sculpture of multiple singular ones together inside the water in the bottom. Yes.
1: And In ceramic.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's also one
1: water bucket with a ceramic top, a big one like a, a sed. No, maybe 50-centimeter high bucket, and then it's a small fountain in inside it.
0: Also with breasts and yeah. uh, glitter paint.
1: So it's kind of, in a way, assembles a little bit like a nature, like this mountain where water falls down, and then you go a bit further and you see a pound with a fountain.
0: <laughs> and there are also some uh, oyster shells there? yeah. Can I ask about those? Yeah, um,
1: I I found them when I was sailing, and then I swam to this island without boats, okay, or without people. It was like a untouched island, and then I saw a lot of these big o- 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 Oyster shells. Oyster cells that was no one had stepped on, or something. And then I swim back with them and brought them to Norway and then brought them to Helsinki. And I I, I really wanted to make some something art with them. And for me they symbolize a bit this Aphroditek. Um, it it often symbolizes uh, the vulva. Yeah, I it, mean a clam
0: yeah. is a vagina, right? Yes. So, or you could call it that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And I've seen people on Instagram actually making the vulvar vagina inside the oyster shell with some uh, clay and stuff Mm -hmm. and um, yeah since for me this is about sexuality and breasts and chest was the most sexual part of the body maybe also the genitals but that was a bit too hardcore for me to start casting
0: other people's genitals. <laughs> also it's messy with the plaster and everything. Yeah, and all the hair there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it is a sexual sculpture. Yeah. Because I wanted to before to say that it's a little bit like this Renaissance uh, princess porn sculpture or something, but then I didn't know if I could call it porn because I didn't know if it was about sex in this way. But it is mm.
1: Yeah, and also I have strategically placed both the seashells and the breast in a way to manipulate the water to fall the place where I wanted to fall. Because I, in the beginning, had some problems with the water splashing out of the slopes
0: I had made yeah because they don't have any sides it's all very like um yeah or a a little bit size but just five centimeters each platform where the water is like sliding looks very flat somehow it's not like a water slide it's more like these plateaus that are just tipped a bit
1: it's more like a shelf Mm. and it's not tilted that many angles it's nearly like
0: flat angle tilted Mm. downwards so the the water is quite important yeah, I mean, I, or like, I think how
1: is it important? It's it also reminds me of all these fluids your body produces and during sex that you can squirt and um, and also the human body consists of so much of water and maybe also I have kind of a water fetish that I have lived in a sailboat for three years and I'm still on my grandpa's sailboat and, oh. uh, in Norway, yeah, it's docked in Oslo, mm. but I wanted also to make the sculptures more alive. I wanted to have something that was running, and maybe that you kind of um, another element than these dead sculptures that mm. it's not dead but it feels a little bit like stones, and then yeah. I want to have something that are alive and liquid and fluid. And,
0: and some yeah. of these breast sculptures are literally placed in the water. Uh, but mm. does the water destroy the plaster? And um, th- therefore, I had to choose a hard plaster.
1: So hard plaster is nearly like concrete. Mm. Uh, so it doesn't destroy the become destroyed by the water. But I had some old plaster boobs that was created with this normal plaster and then it started to melt and it's actually why my water is slightly colored brown
0: ah
1: so i had to take that one breast that destroyed the rest out of it
0: (laughs) was it melting or like the falling apart the breast
1: yeah especially under it
0: okay yeah
1: i can show you
0: later yeah, for those who don't know, plaster is this um, material you use it for for building temporary walls and stuff. Mm. It's this white or grey powder and then you put water in the powder and it becomes liquid, thick, mm. kind of like cement, but um, more lightweight. Yeah. And then when it hardens it becomes hard but not as stone, you would still be able to break it fairly easily.
1: Yeah. But hard plaster is kind of hard to break easily. Mm. So I, I sometimes had to use a hammer to crack it, for example. Mm-hmm. But it's not a stone, yeah.
0: Um, and, well, is the choice of having, like, the whole construction and, I mean, the water, you have it these, like, uh, long transparent plastic tubes uh, mm-hmm. with the water in and... and uh, you have a pump inside the basin in the, butter, in the bottom of the sculpture, so that the water is pumped back into it, the sculpture again. But everything is exposed; like you can see the pump in the in the water, you can see the plastic tubes or the hoses, and you can mm. see all these wood constructions. Was that a practical choice, or is it because this exhibition is about showing the process? I think both. Yeah. It
1: was like practical that that's the fastest you can build something. And, and I had, this is the first time i working with uh, water as an element. So it was a lot of, I was um, very scared that it would leak and stuff. Mm. And uh, I had to get help from uh, Jarko, the curator that invited me, and also Kristi, another curator in the show that also works as a technician in a museum, art museum. So they helped me like, construct this um, scaffolding system. And uh, then we thought that I could use this raw scaffolding system to also tie boobs or breasts to the scaffolding. And I was also inspired by Olafur Eliasson's waterfall mm-hmm. that he made with a real metal scaffolding and just some slopes in it and he has built them inside gallery mm. so that was my kind of inspiration for yeah making the waterfall
0: because it's somehow quite juxtaposed this very um, raw construction site feeling after the wooden scaffolding and and black Coverage, plastic, and water pumps and stuff, and then mm. these very delicately painted glitterish uh, breasts and like um, golden ribbon and mm. yeah.
1: I think also it's a nice contrast with this hard construction base that you can put more decorative glitter and more like jewelry, and that that the black plastic kind of makes a nice contrast to the colorful
0: boobs and the very white uh, cube galleries feel white cube is an art term it means these galleries of modern art where all the walls are just white and everything feels very clinical mm. and so the floor often gray as it's now like yeah right? so this space also like gray concrete floor and very wide walls and like very bright lights and big windows so your sculpture is like really jumping out of the space in that way yeah a lot of color but um so what is it with all this sex and breasts and stuff why why did you want to build a sculpture about mm. that uh I, it's Mm, it's <laughs> many
1: reasons but like one of them is that uh, I'm a really curious people my person mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I have like the last five years kind of been on this uh, journey of kind of more sexual liberating myself um and uh To cast other people's breasts is nearly like doing an interview with your hand, that you kind of get intimate with other people, and I also small talk a little bit with them, and
0: Yeah, because they spent quite some time with you, right? Yeah. Like, I have also had my breasts cast here, Uh, so I am part of the sculpture, Uh, and what, it took one and a half hours maybe? Yes,
1: that's the
0: time I have scheduled for mm. each. Yeah, so you do get to um, spend quite a long time with the people who say yes to becoming part of your work. Yeah. Was that... Mm, was that like a big part of this of this piece that you uh, got to have really intimate relations not just physically but also like socially with yeah. the subjects? Mm. It, it was... Um,
1: first I thought of trying to dance a performance about sexuality but in the end it was more this participatory collecting uh, people's breasts that are kind of donated to me and I I felt really scared in the beginning I was like, I'm not super good at small talking with people I don't know (laughs) and uh, also like this that I was super afraid of stepping over some people's borders. That I need to like ask, like, is it okay that I touch you with my gloves? And
0: uh, yeah, yeah, finding uh, finding the way in this intimate uh, process in a quite public space. I mean, of course, mm. they have. Build a fake wall, and you have a black curtain. So you are darkness in the windows. Yeah. So I mean, you are in a private space, but it's still in the gallery. You can hear people watching, like looking at the artworks on the other side of the wall that doesn't go completely to the ceiling. Yeah. Let's maybe let's go there, and then yeah, because then we can be in that space while we talk about that space. Yeah. We can also get the water on.
1: It's many people that have
0: chosen to have glitter on their boobs. Yes, or breasts. but I mean, if you can have the choice of glitter, yeah, why not choose the glitter?
1: Mm. And most of the breasts have only one or two colors, but it's a few of them that have this rainbow colors or stripes. Mm. it's also one more reason I want to say about like uh, why I wanted to make this sculpture it's also that I, I think that like nudity should be like a natural thing but when you are nude you are often getting sexualized or it depends on where you are and stuff but in for example these places where you are supposed to be where nudity is allowed, for example, in a sauna, then you have this kind of social rule that you sh- should not stare mm. at other people's breasts. And, like, when can I get to see a lot of breasts then? And, like, compare myself. And it's not a good thing to compare, but it's. I'm just, like, also really curious about each person's body shape. And I wanted to create, like, to kind of a collection where people can see boobs that are not belonging to a sexy porn star or, uh, or maybe an actor that also are maybe a bit sexualized in the video. Yeah, these are
0: very yeah. uh, natural, different breasts. Yeah,
1: and they're just there, and you can't see which person that they belong to so they're anonymous yeah yeah therefore you can you can allow yourself to stare a lot (laughs) at them and also it's an artwork
0: yeah so you really are allowed to stare as long
1: as you want yeah Mm? Mm. so that was one of the main motivations
0: i had Mm. for it yeah how important is the sound of this water it's very prevalent like we before and and here you hear it in the whole space mm-hmm. did you anticipate that before you made it that it would fill the space so much maybe not filling the space
1: totally like it actually does hmm. uh, but i was uh, i actually had a bigger pump in the beginning that was flashing too much water and also the sound was too stressful because the water was running very fast so i had to two days before the opening by a bit smaller uh, pool pump, actually. Mm-hmm. And then it's a bit more relaxing, dripping water sound. But the, f- the flow is kind of weak. It's not super hard. Yeah, I think it sounds kind of natural, but you can hear also this pump of the machine pumping. This, this bus mm. thing, if you listen.
0: And I mean, you have been listening to it a lot because you have been working in this space. Uh, We are right now exactly on the other side of the partitioning wall that has been built. So we are right behind Natalia's uh, sculpture. It's a very large space they gave you here. Yeah. And it's the whole corner of the gallery, basically, that has been turned into Natalia's private uh, plaster booby Studio, can you um, describe to the listeners how it looks around you? It's
1: probably something ten or eight meter, but then it's like have this diagonal wall, Uh, so it's like a triangle again. But it it has these two windows that I can close with, what is it called when the curtain goes down from?
0: Like a rolling curtain curtain? or like an automated, uh, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, very big windows and we are on the ground floor. So we are basically, it feels like we're kind of sitting um, outside, like in the street. Yeah. Uh, But we are inside. And then of course, when people come to have their chest cast, the curtains are drawn so that it's a private space
1: yeah
0: but this is quite different from like we were in this fine arts gallery just before very clean everything <laughs> yeah. and now we are in this well, corner private space. there is plastic on the floor because it's yeah. full of plaster see uh, true plastic like a lot of um a lot of plaster dust and uh, a lot of paint and it looks like a fairy puked in here (laughs) almost with glitter everywhere on the table Mm. um and then a lot of breasts yeah a lot of singular breasts and a lot of like full um all these small like this
1: that you can see that i have created a lot
0: of castings here yeah like classical art where someone is um would like creating sculptures classically, it feels like mm. that always when there is a lot of plaster around and it's like to me.
1: also one working table where I stuffed a lot of materials under and I try to also make it a bit more cozy with a plant in a homemade <laughs> ceramic <laughs> uh,
0: but there's one wonderful plant here like
1: it, yeah, and then it's the, a small mattress and two pillows where most of the people have been sitting on, uh, the on the floor on the floor and doing their casts.
0: and then a lot of bags of plaster powder and a lot yeah. of like um uh, drill tools and broomsticks and tools for mixing the plaster and buckets with like mm. leftovers and yeah it's and a messy workspace
1: yeah in the entrance I also have this uh, cold hanging a coat rack rack. and I have like four buckets and also this A sign where it says please do not enter breastfall um, casting session in progress so I can
0: put outside the curtain. So it's quite funny that um, when you come here as a seeing as I have been in the role of participating audience. So you come into the gallery first, you walk through the gallery where there is a gallery guard and and audience is looking at artworks. And then you walk to the end of the room and then you step into this like a temporary studio space, but you're kind of still in the gallery because you have the sound of the gallery and the sculpture still, Um, and then you are suddenly in this private space, in the public space, which is then like an art studio in the gallery, and then you take off your clothes, and then like you become part of the sculpture. Um, so it's quite, like in that way, tracing the work, uh, relating to the exhibition, it's interesting because it's not only that you see the sculpture changing. I mean, that's the whole idea, right? That the sculpture is expanding and growing. Yeah. Through the exhibition, mm. but also for the audience that they suddenly get to exist in the gallery space in a way different way than mm. normally.
1: Yeah. yeah, I feel like my practice has been kind of very acknowledged as an art practice since I'm suddenly kind of changed my studio into the art gallery. Mm. But it's very few people that actually dare to step into here. I think they maybe are a bit like, ah, oh, this is a workspace. I will not enter to
0: ah, be. So when there is no polite. casting session in progress, yeah. actually people would be allowed to step yes. in here. Yeah. Then mm. I had
1: the curtain open.
0: Oh. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure I would realize it. I would probably take a peek, but yeah. I don't think I would have. Yes, many people that just
1: that, you know. take a peek because I. Often have the curtain open when I paint the casting after the person who donated the breast has been gone, and then it's not so often they come in. Maybe they feel like they interrupt. Also,
0: I like that you use the term do- that people donate their yes. breasts because it is true. We we give them to you. Mm. Um, so, like you said, some people have been asking if they could get them back.
1: Yeah. afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually will give the people who want them back back really? after I have mm. used them for my graduation piece. Mm. Yeah, and I, th- I think like this artwork is kind of a concept. So I, if I would sell it, I would sell the concept and not all the breasts of redoing it. Yeah. 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 And it would be also strange to like sell a breast that comes from one person to a total stranger.
0: Yes, I agree. And that also um is a little bit different than what people have agreed to participate in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um yeah, but I agree if as a as a collection of breasts it's um less exposing for the individual, but then if it's like picked out of the collection yeah. and individualized again it changes its character somehow, Mm -hmm. Um, but also I mean, like you say it's a concept, but this whole process of the workspace in the gallery here and the process with the audience that is a very large part of the work in itself, no? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like contribute to my own, uh, yeah, this like this uh, feeding my (laughs) Ah, oh, no, I got a bit lucky. <laughs> that, it's okay. Yeah, that I, um, I want to learn about sexuality, and I want to like stare at breasts. <laughs> and, and this this part is like maybe the most important for me actually to actually do the casting sessions.
0: You've got to look at a lot of titties. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I I'm actually so uh, busy with blending the correct amount of water and stuff that I have noticed that I can't often remember the color of the nipples because it's people take off their shirt and then it's often they just sit there for one more minute and then I adjust something with like the plastic to protect their trousers and then I start blending the alginate and then I have to be very quick to put it on before it becomes this stiff jelly so therefore I cover them
0: quite quickly So even though you are physically touching people and uh, looking very closely it's such a technical process that it becomes Mm. uh, mechanical
1: A little bit, yeah or, yeah, it becomes I thought it, it would be more scary if I could see the breast of that person all the time like the real skin Mm. and the color, but I can see the breast after, when they are becoming this plaster sculpture instead. But then I don't remember their colors, but of the nipple, I try to remember it a little bit better after a while because I notice like it's so strange that I can't remember, but it's like very very different from from brown to red, purple to nearly
0: Orange ah. mm. <laughs> yeah yeah no, i just I just was wondering why um why the color of the nipple has become such a like important, a, a important <laughs> cue for you because there's so many other differences to breasts,
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I, maybe that you can maybe something guess a bit the size hmm. through clothes. And but the nipples yeah. will
0: always be a surprise. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think it must be something like that. Then. And you also through Instagram and stuff that you have to hide the nipples, but you can show the rest of the boobs.
0: Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That is correct. But it's it's funny, you know, that um, how a sexual process, but then not sexual because it's also like. It's business, not pleasure. And maybe that's why you don't Mm. actually look so much at the nibble when it comes to it. But
1: I think also maybe I have something integrated in my mind that it's rude to look at
0: them. Mm. So therefore, I kind of quickly cover them up. And also, I mean, even though you say it's a sexual sculpture, the process of casting is not a sexual process.
1: Yeah. It, It doesn't involve sex, but it's it's like intimate Mm. instead and I think therefore I I was so afraid in the beginning also because you you need to maybe you make yeah you have to make the other person feel safe and you have to know that you are not stepping over their borders what did you learn from this process Uh, maybe also that the people that signed up they are when they sign up they kind of give me this like okay you can you probably have to touch my boobs a little
0: bit to get yeah. the
1: casting done then
0: i mean you obviously give consent when you yeah. sign up for coming here and having your breast cast and exhibited to the public mm. you give consent for this process so maybe the most shy people they yeah
1: but I have been afraid that like you sometimes when i have been starting to have sex and then I have kind of resigned from it quite quickly like, ah, I don't want to after all mm. because I maybe f- I didn't feel like it and and that should be allowed here also and I had kind of been scared that some people like yes. see the casting room and like, oh, I I don't feel comfortable doing this after all. Did, did you encounter no. this? No, I didn't. No one has been <laughs> Uh, saying something like that, but I have been like scared in my own mind because maybe because of my behavior during sexual encounters that I sometimes be like,
0: I don't want to after all. <laughs> but that is allowed to change yeah. your mind. But it's interesting that you are then projecting this possibility onto this process. But did you get the feeling that any of the people coming here regret, regret it or like changed their mind but felt like they needed to go through with the
1: I didn't get no. the feeling but it was uh, the first casting I did in this space then I got armpit hair stuck in some hard plaster
0: and that hurts when yeah, it has to come out so off. Then,
1: I th- <laughs> then I think the person kind of regrets it afterwards because we had to drag in the armpit hair to be able to cut them off with
0: and, <laughs> and it was the very first one yeah i mean it's like the first pancake no yeah. something has to go wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> so after that i learned
1: that okay maybe in this lying on their backs position is really the gravity goes to the armpit and then i should have taken muslin in all the armpit there and also don't use hard plaster for making the mold it should only be for the, this positive form, mm. the actual
0: sculpture. Ah, so you also it, you changed the process, yeah. uh, the technique along the way.
1: Yeah, after the first cut, I was, okay, I need to buy a soft plaster because I, I actually need to take a hammer to crack the part off and... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also yeah. a bit violent yeah. when you have to use tools yeah. on someone's
1: naked breasts and also that she couldn't see what I was doing, so I had to like explain very carefully, okay, now I'm going to take this hammer, but I'm holding her arm between here and okay. it. And she thought also that her actually skin was maybe like pinched in a way, but it was not, it was only the hair that was mm. dragging and pulling so hard that it felt like the whole skin was pinched.
0: Mm, okay. Mm. But then after the first one, you learned, and no one else has been in pain. No one the, else has yeah. been in after <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. So, um, did you learn something on a more like human level about uh, being with someone who are exposed when you are not yourself, and being in this not sexual nudity environment with someone, or creating mm-hmm. it because it's not just being in it; you are like facilitating such a space for someone
1: mm. uh, I, I'm not sure if I have <laughs> learned anything new that I try to be really like say to everybody like please tell me if something is uncomfortable maybe I can change something and like you should do during sex also kind of like um, like give the people permission to say like stop or out or Like that, yeah. But I, I, I got this question before, and it's a bit hard. Maybe it's too early to say what I have learned. Yeah. But maybe it's like that. Many people actually feel ashamed of their breasts. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. But some of them are also like not ashamed at all, and like ah, I could be casted without the curtains closed. Some. But Which would be really interesting.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. so many. That would be interesting because when people are walking by here, it's kind of like we're standing next to each other, mm. so big the windows are. Yeah. yeah. So it would be somewhat of a peep show. And
1: also, like, if if you get your boobs very early, then you maybe it's It seems like a common thing that you get bullied for being the first girl in the class that gets yeah. boobs and Called the boob girl and stuff like that, and therefore this shame from childhood like
0: sits in you until you're adult. Or if you got them yeah. later than everyone else?
1: Yeah, maybe also that. But then it I got them quite a little bit later than everyone else, and I I was like, oh finally I got them. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I haven't been that shy of them actually. No one had time to bully me for having them too early at least. And I was not bullied for having them too
0: late either. But also then when you finally get them if you, if everyone else already have them, like boobs, old news.
1: <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I dance burlesque. And I think I got more self-esteem from the dance. And um, in burlesque, you use your breast as nearly a tool to make some special breast-shaking moves. And yeah, and also there they really acknowledge or kind of applaud if you have uh, a bit more fat than uh, <laughs> uh, than the society think you should have. Because it's like, uh, it's good that you can shake more cash than only <laughs> your bills and stuff. And, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I think we are reaching um, a good time limit. But mm, mm. do you have anything else you want to say? To about mm, working with humans as material or interactive mm, art, or I don't know, just something. Oh, I I feel
1: like still that I'm uh, scared of hurting somebody, like yeah. physically
0: or their emotions. Their emotions mostly, but also a little, little bit physically. How would you hurt their emotions or their feelings? Mm. That
1: maybe if they have had some bad, um, if they are, for example, been raped or something, and that that this situation can remind
0: them of the rape, or. But you are so gentle. Yeah, I mean you are not uh, attacking anyone. It's a very gentle process. Yeah. Um.
1: So, I mean, but I think I just have to. Like, yeah, do it, and like each time I do it, I get less afraid. And also that sometimes it's impossible to... I couldn't expect that I was going to hurt the first person I casted with the armpit hair. No, Um, of course not. You have to learn. And you have to just take a risk that that can happen in all conversations Mm -hmm. you have, and try to say sorry and understand why you're the person but but it seems like it's going fine. But also most of the people I've been casting is around thirty years old. Yeah it's I have like a few that are in their fifties or sixties that will come this week. And some people have said, like, oh, after breastfeeding, I don't like my boobs anymore. Mm. So I don't want to donate them to this
0: project. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And and no young people? Or, like, younger than the rest of us?
1: Yeah, like, like some people 22,
0: 23. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if there's anything to read into that, or maybe it's just that. But also strange that not more men signed up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they didn't think they were as. um worked. Or worked project. <laughs> yeah, or like as interesting, or yeah. I don't know. Mm. But it's it's true you have most female breasts out mm. there, and I I would like love to have some a
1: man that have a bit female type of breasts that have a bit hanging breast. So it would be that you could see that some people kind of it's hard to see their sex really. Mm. Yeah. Because it's yeah it's also some females that have been ha- having this kind of a bit like man shape on their hoods And I think that's cool that that it it could if I had more a better gender display here, mm. then you could see that the also the bodies are kind of gender fluid that some has like a breast that you could talk that was from a man that is from a woman and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, because it's also about representation, right, Yeah, and showing the diversity but also the similarities Yeah, of a shape that we all kind of have in different versions. Mm. What is the feedback you have gotten so far on the piece from like either people who participated or just audiences viewing it? Mm. Um, Mostly good
1: feedback about that it's good that the breasts are so natural and like painters have been saying that the reason they paint naked people is to not show the social class and status from their clothes Mm. So like the um, naked body actually really raw and yeah that's it's nice that you can't read social status, for example and uh, yeah, some people have talked about breast cancer and and actually tomorrow it was oh yeah, in few days some people said that they want to do a part of this casting even though they uh, don't like to be nude mm. because uh, their mother died of breast cancer so this felt like really
0: important for them um, yeah well but that's so wonderful if you can help people um be nude in a safe space um in a different situation than they usually would be mm-hmm. Have you thought about it in this way, that you'd take on a little bit of role of like a a therapist in some odd mm. way here? But yeah, a little bit like... But
1: especially more when if I would do real interviews about sexuality, then I've, it's easier to feel like a therapist, but
0: I'm not. Yeah, because a, you also do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, this whole... F- I think in all roles of facilitation it's always um, you take on a responsibility Mm. no matter if it's a conversation you guide or if here like people's bodies, or but you somehow yeah you facilitate people or you use them as material like here I don't know you take on a role of like Mm. a guide or responsible yeah. In person, or yeah.
1: Mm. And I also have felt that the conversation with the people that I cast often goes toward like, sexuality or sexual trauma. And, yeah. Mm. And then I are like sometimes like, oh, hope I managed to react in a good way to this, or should I dare to ask more about this um, abuse
0: thing you mentioned quickly now? While you are casting yeah, your breasts? Yeah. No, but that means they are feeling safe. That's true. I would say. But I was like afraid that
1: if I would ask more in detail, like, who was the person abusing them, then, oh, then yeah, uh, yeah. they would rip up the history. And,
0: no, it's always yeah. uh, um, thin ice when you are in a, an emotional vulnerable conversation with someone you don't know well enough to know how deep you can go yeah but that's very interesting i would like to know more about the psychosomatic effect of uh touching someone's exposed body while they're mm. exposing themselves uh like emotionally and telling about physical abuse that is really an interesting exchange happening there
1: mm.
0: yeah uh, i i don't know about it say no no I'm not expecting that you can answer I'm just uh, thinking thinking that it's it's a really interesting um, situation and a potentially very healing I could Mm. imagine
1: yeah and also some people told that they was very used to show the breast when there was a dancer before but now they quit dancing and they had kind of become more shy with showing them
0: Yeah, I think these things can change a lot, and but mm-hmm. I also think that um, deciding to show yourself in this situation or in other ways can be a very empowering move for someone who feels uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, I try to not go over an hour and I think we are just reaching that. So. Mm. This might actually be the longest interview so far. Um, do you have a website or an Instagram or something that you want to share with the people? Yes, uh, my
1: Instagram is natalie, the Norwegian E. How, so, na, na, so not Natalie, but like... Yeah, with an E on the end and without age. And i
0: I so bad at spelling my own name. But it's like an E yeah okay yeah. uh it's this letter so uh that you don't e. have an a on an, an like a yeah. like a normal e yeah okay so natalie yeah
1: natalie yeah. dot s-e okay it stands for Seyfried Eliasson ah yeah okay oh it's not dot sorry i have to say it again <laughs> natalie s-e without dot that's my instagram natalie c yeah, so it's Natalia. Okay. And uh, I'm quite active on Instagram. <laughs> so okay. Please follow me. Do you also have a website? Yes, uh, but that's a bit longer. It's something... No, Natal- Adobe Portfolio
0: Natalia Arts. Okay, it's very long. It's hard to say... An- On an audio recording. Maybe if you... Your name will be next to it, so people can Google you if they want to find you. If
1: they have Instagram, the link to my webpage is on Instagram.
0: Cool. Well, um, thank you so much for sharing your breastfall and uh, your process. And thank you so
1: much for interviewing me. I really need this interview also when I will write my thesis next uh, semester. Because I have been very bad with taking notes. So I think it's really good that I, you gave me this opportunity to talk about it. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh, sure. You're welcome. Mm. Um, yeah, and of course, you have it to listen back to, like an audio notebook. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it.